The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGPN to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hello and welcome to the first ever hockey gambling podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You know, our time has finally come. Our hockey fans, the puckheads, we don't love the <laughs> NHL. We, we want, want, we need to talk hockey and we need to bet hockey and we do all of it. I'm here with, with two of my uh, good Canadian friends from the North here. I'm Ryan Gilbert, your host, along with my co-host, Talon Jenkins and Joel Meyer. How's it going, folks? Talon Jenkins here reporting in from Toronto, Canada. Joel Meyer here from Vancouver, Canada. That a boy. A couple of Canucks got to represent dual. Yeah, can do, eh? I, I'm holding it down for the uh, Americans here down in Philly. <laughs> Ralph Street Bullies, you know, that's how it's going. But yeah, we're going to be here. For, we'll be in, in your ears throughout the season, hopefully a few times a week. Hopefully you guys come back. Hopefully we can all kind of make money together, learn about hockey, talk about hockey, and just, you know, just be some friends here talking hockey, talking talking the sport we love, we love to watch, we love to bet. And hopefully maybe even have maybe even have some fun doing it, eh? Oh yeah, that'd be great. And, and make some <laughs> money along the way. So, you know, season starts in two days, guys two days, guys. It, it's come up fast. I'm excited. Let's let's just go right into it with these with our season previews here for the divisions. Let's start right at at, at the top with, with the Atlantic. I mean the Atlantic, you got, you got the Maple Leafs at the top. They're always going to be up there. But, I mean, are they going to win a playoff round? When, when is that going to happen? We, we never know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you first thing. If we don't win a playoff round, we're going to see a lot of changes in Leaf Nation this year. As I am in Toronto, I will tell you I am a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. Uh, before you get on my ass about it, <laughs> let's all remember that this team oh, has had wow. a lot of heartbreak over the past couple of years. And uh, fingers crossed that we can uh, we can get the monkey off our back, so to speak. Yeah, are there any uh, any bets in particular you like for, for your hometown team there? Uh, I will. I know we might get into player specifics right away, but uh, or not right away, rather, coming up at the end. But what I will say is one of my sure locks, I got Matthews repeating the rocket this year, boys. Oof. Sure lock. You, you can lock that in as an all-time mortal lock for the year. I'm fine with that. Hold me to it. And yeah, he... Go go back to back for that. I, I think the odds. He's the favorite right now, plus three hundred ahead of uh, Dry Settles, plus seven hundred, and McDavid is plus seven fifty. So he's the favorite. You really go not all in there with 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 Matthews for the for, for the trophy there. Too <laughs> going against the Sabers, the Senators, the the Panthers aren't exactly defensively sound. The Red Wings <laughs> have a lot of games against bad teams, right? A lot of goals. Yeah, the the, yeah. Atlantic, the Atlantic Division has a few good teams. I mean, they have the Maple Leafs. They have the Lightning, they have the Bruins, the Panthers are up and coming, and then it it, it kind of kind of drops off a bit. You know, you got after that, you have the Canadians who unfortunately Carey Price isn't there anymore. So hopefully all the best to him. And after that, you have 
maybe the basement of the league with the Red Wings, the Senators, and the Sabres just for those top teams to beat up on. So Austin Matthews for the top goal scorer, I mean, he's a favorite for a reason. It's, it's a solid it's a solid bet. I like it. I like it a lot. As far as the team goes, they're, the Maple Leafs' points are set at 106.5, which seems about right, but they haven't ever reached that mark in their in their franchise history. They reached 105 points in the 2017-18 season. And they were on a 112-point pace last season, but they, but it was a 56-game season, and who knows how they would have trended out there. And they also had the North Division. Sorry, guys. It wasn't exactly great up there. So You know what? You're not wrong, man. I know uh, it took a lot of heat last year. I don't think it was quite as bad as a lot of people are saying, but uh, it definitely wasn't one of the strongest. We, uh, I mean, it, it had a Stanley, Stanley Cup finalist, and you can't, you can't complain about that. Well, I'm sure Hab fans will be very happy to hear that. But with that being that said, I, I think they got a bit lucky. Yeah, I like the, so I like the under on the points. They they haven't done it before in their franchise history, and given the, given their choking, I mean, they, <laughs> uh, I, I I can't take the over. But on the flip side of that, with I mean, they're almost locks to make the playoffs at minus sixteen hundred. To win their favorites for the division as well at plus 195. To win the conference, pretty short odds, plus 450 for a team that hasn't won a playoff round recently. But to win the cup, they're plus 900, and that that is a bet I, I may take. They're one of the best teams in the league. If they finally win a round, it might finally be the time where they, you know, they, they just go go and win it all. And this, as you said, this might be the final year for the core before they shake things up. So... Hopefully I don't jinx it for you, but that's something that that I like right now. Yeah, it, uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, guys. Like I said, if they can get that monkey off their bat and get through one, I don't see any reason why they can't get through three more. So I'm with you on that at bet. I would take them a plus nine hundred. Good money. They're right now only the Avalanche at plus four seventy five, and then the Golden Knights and Lightning are both at plus seven hundred. Are in front of the mm-hmm. Maple Leafs there. Well, speaking of the Tampa Bay Lightning, let's jump right into them. They're looking pretty good, too. Points over under set uh, 106.5, making the playoffs. I think that's pretty obvious that Tampa should make the playoffs this year, but it is at minus 1,600 uh, to win the division, plus 210. This is where it might get a bit tight for me, this, guys. They did lose a lot of depth this year on their third lines, losing guys like Yanni Gord, et cetera, to uh, Seattle. What do you think? Uh you know, this is a team that's going to be saving for the playoffs, like they've shown the past couple of years. Um, I don't think they're going to go on pell-mell in the regular season. They're going to be uh, setting their strength for the postseason, which is why I would say maybe lean to the under. At least I would not be laying juice for them to to win the division or anything. Yeah, I, I agree, though. There's really not many, too many solid bets here with the Lightning coming off back-to-back Stanley Cups. Their point total is also 106.5. Like, it could be, it could be, you never know with that. To win the division is plus two ten, maybe a solid bet, but what scares like, me scares me about Tampa. They're kind of one Vasilevsky injury away from having some trouble, right? I know the goaltending; they have the best goalie in the world. But what do you do, right? Yeah, as as a Flyers fan, I saw uh, Brian Elliott aging a little bit too much <laughs> the past few seasons. So, I mean, hopefully, good. Hopefully, he'll go down there play a backup role. But yeah, like you said, if if Vasi gets hurt, it, it could be it could be a long season in Tampa Bay. Now, as far as Stanley Cup goes, they are currently riding at plus 700. That's not bad money, Keith. But the real question is, can they go three years in a row? I don't know. You can't bet on that, can you? I, I want to, just for the fact that if they did go three years in a row, I want to be a part of that, right? Even as a Leafs fan, I think that's incredible. 
maybe wait for like their lull during the season, like everyone thought was two years ago, and they and they rattled off like twenty straight wins or something like that. I'm sure the odds odds have been a bit longer. Yeah, that's fair. It's hard to find the motivation to win three times in a row, right? Like last year, a big thing about them winning was they knew the team was going to fall apart, right? So they kind of pulled together to win it at home, you know, in front of fans and that kind of thing. And I'm not sure there's going to be the same kind of uh, drive this year to do it. Well, especially after two seasons of four playoff rounds each, and now you're heading into a full season. Something to be said about that, too, a full 82 games. Yeah, they're going to be beaten up. Well, speaking oh. of beaten up, what about them uh, Them pesky Bruins down in Boston? Yeah, they got Rask out. I mean, they have Bergeron in a contract year. But they still have Marchand. They still have Pasternak. And... And everyone, I don't know if people forget about this, but they, they stole Taylor Hall from the Sabres and they, and they resigned him this offseason. He's he's still really good. Let's remember the addition of Nick Felino as well. Had some good depth on the left wing. Yeah, that's good good veteran presence there. I'm trying to look now. It looks like they're points over under, 103.5 for Boston. Uh, that's To me, that's a bit high. I don't hate taking the under on that, guys. Like you said, it's going to be a tight year in the Atlantic. I have I have a lot of faith in Florida as well. It might be a bit of a battle for the Bruins this year, especially with a question and goal. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. That was one of my bets for the Bruins in my Atlantic Division preview was the under 103.5 points. And I also, I'm going out on a limb here, plus 425 to miss the playoffs. If the Bruins fall off, they could fall off completely. I'm a big believer in the Panthers, who so we're going to get to next. But I can see the Panthers snagging that third spot in the Atlantic and then the Metropolitan just taking both wild cards. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think that's out of the realm of uh, out of possibilities as well. That's exactly what I had. Toronto, Tampa, and uh, Florida with Boston potentially competing for a wild card. Yeah, but if, if you do like Boston, they're plus 380 to win the division, which I I can't see it happen, but never know. Win the conference, once they make the playoffs, they have the experience, they're plus 600 to win the East. And to win the cup, they're plus thirteen hundred, which seems a little bit too too short for me. But I'm also not really a fan of this Bruins team, so you never know. <laughs> hey, if anybody can tear it on, it's those guys, right? Like you said, once Pasternak gets hot, if Marchand and uh, Bergeron gets going, look out. Yeah, kills me to yeah. say it as the least fan. I will Bruins. add, but I like the Bruins this year. Maybe not in the regular season, but I know they're going to make the playoffs. And once again, the playoffs, you know, all that veterans, that experience. It'll pay off, and uh, they got different goaltending now. Um, we'll see uh, how that works out with. Uh, yeah, Swayman has been kind of come out of nowhere to be kind of impressive. He he had a few good games against the Flyers last year. And Allmark is actually a surprisingly good goaltender for being from Buffalo. You know, uh, last year Buffalo's worst streak was when he was he was out for a while there, and when he came back in, they actually performed a lot better. So I think. Olmark is a little bit of a sleeper in net there for the Bruins. Yeah, and, and they're going to be sound defensively too, so that's that's always good in front of a, a you never know with the goalie. Traditionally, they've ran a one A one B system too in net, so uh, it's not like the players aren't used to having two different guys in there night in night out with uh, with Swayman and Olmark. Yeah, I'm sure that's that's a really solid team. They're a really solid solid locker room with it with a group of great veteran leadership there. So. I mean, they'll probably they'll probably keep it going, but I, I will take I'll take those odds for the missed playoffs. And if they miss the playoffs, it's gonna it's gonna be those Panthers coming in to to steal their spot. The Panthers, you know, last year they pushed the Lightning in the playoffs. It was kind of their their coming out party for them with 
Sasha Barkov just signed a big deal. They got Huberto. They got Sam Reinhart. They got, they've got Sam Bennett. You know, they added Joe Thornton. They got maybe he can finally finally win something. So, and they have two good goalies. Sergey Bobrovsky won the Vesna. If he finds his game, he they could win the division. And they, and Spencer Knight is a great young goalie as well. Like they have two goalies that maybe aren't proven yet, but they could both easily be top five, ten goalies in the league if they if they get the, get the chance. No, I agree. And uh, as far as Spencer Knight goes, you're right. He is young and to be learning with a guy and under a guy like Sergei Bobrov- or Bobrovsky as well. He's got tons of experience. Like you say, he does have that Vesna in his bag. It, it, it only looks good for the kid. Spencer Knight has all the skills in the world, all the talent. He just has to put the pieces together. And you could say that as a team about Florida too. Maybe not this year, but give her, uh, give her two or three years. And I think you'll be looking for them to do some damage at the Atlantic. And Joel Kendall too. Don't forget about him. One of the mm-hmm. best in the league. Yeah, he had, he had that Chicago dynasty there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do we got there over under at? Over under is 101 and a half. And this is one of, I, I really like this bet for the over. Last year, they had 79 points in 56 games, which is a 115 point pace, which they won't keep, they won't keep that up over a full season. I and mean, maybe the Olympic break will help a little bit. But I, I see them. I see them having having a really good year, and I also like them to win the division at plus four twenty five. I don't love it. There's definitely some value there, though. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. And with their Stanley Cup bets at eighteen hundred, if they do get hot at the right time, like you said, with Sasha Barkov popping off, he's got to earn his keep, and I'm pretty sure he will. We can all agree with that. It's a uh, it's not a yeah. bad little thing to sprinkle. I'm interested. Has, has has Barkov finally kind of shed that most underrated player in the league label? Is that gone yet? Sure, has to be right. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, for ho- sure. Yeah. Hopefully this year, you know, he'll become one of the superstars and the Panthers can do well. So we can uh, win, win some of our, our bets here. As we mentioned, though, after the Panthers, it does kind of fall off a bit with the the reigning Stanley Cup losers, Montreal Canadiens. You know, they had a great run in the playoffs. They were built for the playoffs, built for short seasons. I don't know if they're built for this 82 game season again. Oh. Well, you brought it up first there, Ryan. Uh, what are they going to look like without Carey Price? We've seen Jake Allen in a backup role, and he looked strong last year. He, he's had a couple good years in St. Louis as well. I know he, he kind of lost the starting job to Bennington, obviously, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does in Montreal this year. With the points over under at 89.5, I don't hate the over on that. I know I know Montreal might not be that great in the Atlantic Division, but that seems a little low to me, no? Yeah, they could be one of the teams that, does take advantage of the three teams below them just because they're so awful and they kind of maybe win two one games, maybe get some loser points in overtime and, and are able to build up to 90 low 90 point total yeah and this is when you start stretching it to winning the atlantic at plus 3500 winning the conference 2200 if you're a habs fan and you want to sprinkle it and you know you'll be happy to see your team win if they do and you'll make some money on it but uh I think for the most part, a lot of people will be steering clear here. They are kind of a toss-up to make the playoffs. To make the playoffs, they're plus 160, and to miss them, they're minus 190. I almost want to lock in and miss the playoffs at minus 190. They have four teams better than them in their own division. These odds odds were for before when the price news came out, so maybe they've changed by now. Let me me check on that. But Still, I, I can't see them making the playoffs with this division in, in this conference. I think the Senators, too, will be a little bit better. So they might push them. 
Yeah, that's a team trending in the right direction, right? In Ottawa, we uh, we know they got all the pieces in place. The question is, when it does come time for a payday, will Eugene be willing to open up his pockets? Yeah, the, 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 the Canadians are still at plus 160 to make the playoffs and minus 190 to miss the playoffs. So go wow. lock that in right now. Pause this podcast. Go lock that in. Stop everything you're doing. <laughs> open up the gambling apps. Take out your life savings. Hammer Montreal to miss. Go get a personal loan. Mortgage the house. He's out for a long time, isn't he? I think he's out for the season or expected to be at the very best. Who's their top defenseman now? Like I I think Petrie, no? Oh yeah, Petrie is solid. Yeah, Petrie solid. And they do have they do have a few good young guns up front. I mean, Cole Caulfield is is great. Nick Suzuki is really coming into his own. Uh Tyler Tafoli is very, very overlooked by so they have they could score some, but it's just their goaltending is gonna be tough. So, it'll be, int- be interesting to see what happens with Alexander Romanov. Um, I know he kind of found himself outside of the lineup last year come playoff time. I think he only played four playoff games in their entire trip to the Cup. But I know Habs fans are pretty high on him in the preseason last year. And hopefully he can be a bit of a, take a bit of a step forwards for them. They lost uh, Philip Deneau too, right? So they might take a step back defensively. He did a lot of two-way work there in the center. Yep. Yeah, I really it's, like Deneau. Right mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I watched him for seven games against the Leafs there, and uh, he cleaned our clocks pretty good. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the Canadians have a respectable point total at 89.5. You know, that, that's over a point per game, so that's okay. This is where, really where the, the big drop-off happens, because next up, as, as far as the point totals are, are the, are the Red Wings. It's 77.5. To make the playoffs is plus 800. Miss them is minus 1,400. And to win the division or conference is plus... 10,000 and to win the cup is 15,000. <laughs> so your really only option here is to bet the point total, which I like the under, I mean, they're, they're in a rebuild. They, they could be good in a few years, but I don't see it yet. The pieces are there and we all know what Joe Sackett can bring to the table as a GM. We saw that in Tampa or not Joe Sackett rather. Sorry. Um, Steve Eiserman, what we saw him do in Tampa. <laughs> sorry there, Joel. <laughs> But yes, uh, I think they made some good positions. They picked up Nadelkovic in net. That's a and they got him for a steal. That, that's a big pickup, yeah. Goodness. So he, if he plays his cards right, he can be there for the next couple of years. And when that team is ready to make the next step, cash in and uh, and maybe even be a champion. Yeah, they have some solid pieces up front. Their top line is projected to be Philip Sedina, Dylan Larkin, who's good, and Lucas Raymond, who's just coming onto the scene now. So he he could be a, a rookie to watch. The kid's a strong winger, strong. He'll go into the corners, he'll battle, and he's got a good shot, too. I think he needs to work on his skating just a little bit, but that'll come. Jacob Brana, too, for four months, right? He wrist surgery, I think it was. So he'll yeah, I believe so. Yeah, he's out. I was surprised. I was surprised they traded Mantha. I thought that was a. I thought Mantha was a good pickup for the Capitals, who arrives to get to later. But I thought I thought Mantha was, was someone who, who was a solid player. I mean, I mean, Rana obviously is, is good as well. But that was an interesting trade. I thought. I think it worked out for both teams the way the rest of the season went. Like they both mm-hmm. like did better with the the teams they were traded to. Yeah, it was, it was one of those rare like win win trades. You don't you don't see those often in hockey. You usually see one GM just just getting fleeced by the. <laughs> Right. Call that the Lou Lamorello tactic. <laughs> yeah. Or it's an interesting player to watch too, and the, the defense there. I think he's a German German rookie stepping in. Uh, uh, Moritz Cedar. Yeah, they got high hopes for him, but uh, yeah, there's not a lot here. I like under seventy-seven and a half. Absolutely. 
Yeah, once you get this far down, it's kind of like just you have to take a point total, or if you feel really passionate, that they'll make the playoffs. But I don't see it. Don't lose hope, Red Wing fans. You never know. Right there with the Red Wings, that uh, point total of seven, seven and a half is the team you mentioned before, the Senators. They're they're a team with a few really solid young players. They have Brady Kachuk. I don't think he signed. Has he signed yet? He hasn't signed yet, right? He has not signed as of right now. Still kind of holding out here. So that'll be interesting to see what plays out. Yeah. We know uh, his brother and his father even has a history of uh, being pretty firm when it comes to contract negotiations. So might not be what you want to hear, Ottawa fans, but uh, hopefully you guys can get something done. Tim Stutzel is pretty good, though, down the middle. They have Thomas Chabot still on the on the blue line. So, you know, they, they could be a team that surprises a little bit. Maybe maybe not to the seven, seven and a half points, but they could. It's, it's a tough division with a t- tough top half, but they could beat the Red Wings a lot. They could beat the Sabres a lot. You know what? They're only going up, that's for sure. And uh, a nice little, a little tidbit for all you fantasy hockey players here especially Ottawa fans, Connor Brown. I'm marking him up for a sure 25-goal scorer this year. I know uh, he finished up the year with, I believe, 21 goals last year in a shortened season. This uh, this kid's good. I watched him play a lot as well when he was in Toronto. Um, strong skater, can put the puck on the net. And I think he was one of the only players in Ottawa last year to actually finish with a with a positive plus-minus. So if you are interested in fantasy and you, are, you do have a league where plus-minus does get you points, you might be skeptical to pick Senators, but... Uh, Connor Brown might not be the worst sleeper pick if you get late in your draft. Yeah, I do like the over 77 and a half points here. Last season, they really just started out horribly. They went 2 12 and 1 in their first 15 games. Like after that, you can't really recover. But after February 21st onward, they had they went 19, 14, and 4. So they had won more games than they lost. And their last 14 games of the season of the season, they went 10, 3, and 1. That's something to build off of for a young team heading into a, a new Finally, a, a hopefully normal 82-game season. We've all seen what Matt Murray can do when he gets hot as well. Yeah, if he finds it, you know, they, they could definitely sneak up there. Tim Stutzel is not a player to watch. I think he's going to be a superstar in the league, young German left wing. He's going to be great. He, he had a awesome little juniors last year and uh, regular season two with the Senators. He was flying all over the place. So look out for uh, good old Jimmy Stutzel. Fan favorite. Yes. But lastly, in the Atlantic, it, it might be the least. Um, the Sabres. What is going on there? What's going on oh. with Jack Eichel? It, I mean, even before we get into this betting preview, what, what's going on there? Is is he going to get traded? Is he going to have surgery? Who can even trade for him now? The Rangers signed the banner jad, so that's probably out. I saw the Flames might be interested, but I don't know if that would really make them a huge contender. It's just It just seems to be like a mess up in Buffalo. You know what? The now that you say it, as far as landing spots for Eichel, the the Flames don't seem like that bad of an option. You know that there's been kind of rumors of them trying to step away from either Goudreau or Monahan the past couple of years. The core hasn't been getting it done. I I could see Eichel kind of popping up there if they can fit him in the cap. Yeah, I think the Golden Knights have been the other team rumored with them just because they've made so many good trades and they and they have the cap room and really they need a center. Like they have Nolan Patrick as possibly their second line center or third line center right now and. You know, all the best to Nolan Patrick. I, I hope he figures it out. But he he did not show any of that with the Flyers. Former second-round pick. Yeah, number two pick. It was uh, some pretty good players went after him, too. So definitely mm-hmm. not bitter about that at all. Mm-hmm. And one more thing I want to add about Eichel before we get into the numbers here, guys. 
it is an Olympic year, and that's got to mean something for the kid too, right? I'm sure he wants to play for Team USA just as much as anybody. So if anyone's looking to kind of get this whole situation resolved, we can be pretty sure it's the Eichel camp. Yeah, that's a great point. If if Team USA has any chance of meddling there, they're going to need someone like Eichel. <laughs> Doesn't sound like you're too confident in that. <laughs> oh, no, we're, we're winning the gold. Don't worry. You know okay. what? I, I'd give him some more credit. As long as he got Hellebuck in net there and he did, or did what he did last year, I think you guys got every chance. Same with Austin Matthews up front. That's my boy. You guys know that. But uh, yeah, throw both Kachuk brothers in there. That's a hell of a first line. That's true. You guys beat us in the World Juniors just this past year, right? I know. We had, we had Cam, York, Cam York, Flyers, Flyers top prospect. Bobby Brink as well was in there. It was, it was great to see. <laughs> All right. We, we've, been, we've been delaying this, but what are we betting on with the Sabres? Point total, 68 and a half. I, I, it's not even worth wasting my breath to read out they're making the playoffs odds. I would take the under, and I would literally fade every game if I could. Yeah, this might be like a lock, like the Canadians missed to miss the playoffs. You got to pick them in spots, right? You got to you got to find a team that are going to look past the Sabers, right, and then bet the Sabers at a big juicy number. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't see any value in the the Sabers price. Yeah, last season they had thirty seven points in fifty six games, which is an eighty two game pace of fifty four points, which is which is quite bad. Um, maybe they'll improve if they have solid goaltending, but they don't have Eichel. They lost for Salinen, which may be a plus for them. You never know. But it's just the Sabres are going to be one of those teams that when the top of the division plays against them, they're going to be minus 300. And maybe it's worth betting on the Sabres then, you know? Like you said, they could be overlooked. And whenever a team's like plus 250 or more, it's worth throwing like five bucks on them just, just in case they win, you know? It's, yeah, it's fair. So who we got Atlantic Division making the playoffs? Who you guys got? Well, I think we'll let Joel take uh, take the reins on this first one. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go chalky here. Um, I would lean towards Metro getting five of the teams, though. So uh, let's be a little different here. Let's take the, the Lightning, the Leafs, and the Bruins with the Panthers in the wildcard spot, possibly. <laughs> I'm not as high on them as uh, Ryan is. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. I'll jump in next year. I uh, I got my leafers, number one, boys. I, I can't bet against them. Uh, number two, I will go for Tampa. And then number three, I w- you know, I'm going to lock in Florida for my number three. And honestly, Boston wildcard. Okay. All right. Yeah, as as I'm sure everyone's noticed by now, I'm, I'm bigger on the Panthers. I think they're going to – I'm not taking them to win. I still think – I mean, it's a, it's a solid bet. I still think it's going to be Maple Leafs in Toronto – or Maple Leafs in Tampa – one, two, either way, really. It's they're both they're both up there. It doesn't really matter until the playoffs for them. And then and then Florida in the third spot. And I don't know. I, I don't see Boston making it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to that. Boston's not making it. That's it. Wow. The city of Boston, you know uh you know where to send your tweets. Not to me. You can see <laughs> that is at R Gilbert S O P. You can feel free. <laughs> Right, so the, the Atlantic Division, you know, it's 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 a solid split. There's there's four teams there in the mix for, for the playoffs with the with the Habs kind of on the outside looking in. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. 
We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports. From NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download Bet Win. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. We're brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go check out the new PropSwap.com, which is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best odds available. You can browse the activity feed to stay in the know, and there's a loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and much more. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match it up to $500. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. When making your bets, always make sure to go for two. Make two tickets on the same team or player so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game. Thousands of buyers across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. I mean, jumping from that division, let's go over to the Central Division. It's Central Division is wild. Um, you got you got the top four of the Avalanche, the Wild, Stars, and the Jets. I mean, the Avs are are the clear top team. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like we said earlier, when uh, when you got guys like Nathan McKinnon up front, how uh, how can you bet against him? <laughs> he, that guy controls the game. If you watch him on a power play, he can circle around. Landis Gog in front too, absolutely beautiful. So, yeah, fastest team in the league. We got McKinnon, we got McCarr, Rantanen. We resigned Landis Gog. It's a big deal. Big leader for the team. Basim Kadri, hopefully he can uh, <laughs> stay out of the out of the commissioner's office. Um, well, what are uh, what are the odds of Nazem Kadri actually making it through a playoff round without getting suspended next year? Plus two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you'd think after the second time he would be, you know, he would know better. But every time it just finds a way to. Punish himself in the Yeah, the, the abs are good. Their point total is 110 and a half. Uh, to make the playoffs, they're minus 4,000. To win the division, they're even minus 250, which kind of seems kind of low given given that division. To win the conference, they're plus 200, and to win the cup, they're plus 475. So there's not a lot of value there to be had in the long term futures. Perhaps to win the division, minus 250, not not too much juice to lay there. And as we said, this this is clearly the best team in the central. I know. Uh, I know. Joel's a big Avs fan here. Uh, Joel, what do you think about uh, the acquisition of Darcy Kemper? Uh, it's a big price to pay, but if he stays healthy, it'll be worth it. Because I know Grubauer was good, but I think he was protected a lot. He was sheltered, um, so his his numbers looked better than than he really was. But I think Kemper can actually stand on his head and win games that that we are supposed to lose. Um, yeah, I think it's a. It might put us over the top, but. It, in other areas of the ice, I think we lost a lot with Brandon Saad um, going to the Blues. Um, we lost. Uh, what else did we lose? We lost Ryan Graves, the Devils, but there we go, Ryan Murray. Good, better. Yeah, that's there. true. Chris McDermott. 
big fighters. So we, we wanted to get more physical in the offseason, right? A little slower, but a bit more hard to beat up, which is what we what happened to us against Vegas. They kind of just out physical us. So hopefully that plan works. I think what the Avs might just need in the playoffs is kind of just some lock somethings to go their way. Because I, I kind of view them as how the Lightning were in kind of like the mid to late 2010s, how they finally reached the cup but, but kind of but couldn't couldn't win it. And they had some down years. And that, now, they, as we said, they, they've won back-to-back cups. So I think once the Avalanche kind of maybe know, like good, get a good matchup, get a few bounces within the matchup, if they can – that that might be what finally puts them over the top. That might be just what I mean. Hockey, as as much as we love it, it's it's a game of inches, and, and it just changes on a dime. Yeah, a big thing that Vegas did to us was the you know we got pretty small defensemen, and uh, they pressed us in our zone, so it made it hard to break out, which is what we were good at doing. Our uh, transition game just kind of fell apart after we got beat up so many times. So. Credit to the Vegas Gold Knights for doing that to us, but hopefully we can add some strength and fight back this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if the if the Avs if the Golden Knights lose to someone else and the Avs kind of easy draw, they're gonna walk to the Stanley Cup final, I'm sure. Yeah, the West is pretty bleak altogether. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the West here, what do you guys think about Minnesota next year? They currently have the over under at ninety seven point five. I don't hate that, guys. Taking the over? I don't know. I I, I feel like the the Kaprizov situation was really interesting over the summer. How he he, he was never going to sign in Russia. I'm pretty sure I saw that he admitted that. But he he got he got the bag after after just one rookie season. Hopefully, mm-hmm. if he keeps it up for him, you know, for them maybe they they might get the over. But they, I mean, they lost. They got rid of Parise and Suter. Finally, they kind of those signings didn't really work out for him. And now it's kind of kind of a new era with with Kaprizov up there. A changing of the guard, so to speak. Yeah, losing Suda could be huge, though, right? A key defenseman. I know they got a pretty deep defense, but you know, there's a big presence in the locker room. Same with Parise. I think yeah. it's kind of time for Matt Dumba to uh, to step up. He's uh, He's been there for a while. He's a strong defenseman as well, but uh, to be a true number one, he has every opportunity this year to establish himself. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, they got Dumba. He's good. They got Spurgeon. He's good. But... I'm just looking at their forwards right now. It's it's not a lot. Their second line is Greenway, Hartman, and Felino. Like that's that's a third line. That's a fourth line on the Lightning last year. Like that's they have Kaprizov, Erickson, Eck, and Zuccarello up up top. But Fiala on the third line, maybe he'll move up. Victor Rask on the fourth line, now he can do something. But this this might be a high line for the Wild now, now that I'm kind of looking at it. You know, now that you say that, that's that scares me a little bit. <laughs> And and they're minus three twenty to make the playoffs, plus two fifty to miss it. I don't I don't think they're gonna miss it, but this division is is kind of up in there because you got you got kind of the wild stars and jets kind of all in the point total in the nineties. So if they have an injury, if they have a kind of a cold stretch, it could just could ruin their season. And Zuccarello is getting up in years too, right? So he's part of that crucial first line. Yeah, yeah their, fu- their futures are to win the division. They're plus six fifty. I I can't advise that. I don't know about you guys. Conference plus 1,000 and win Stanley Cup 2,500. Like, I feel like the only thing I would take there is the under. If you're feeling kind of ballsy, take the take the miss the playoffs plus 250. It's just one kind of bet to ride with. Uh, two years ago, the Stars were in the Stanley Cup final. They gave they gave the Lightning, you know, a, a decent run, but they, they in the bubble they they couldn't do it. But they're back. They're back this year. They're projected to be the third best team based off the odds in the, in the Central Division. What do you guys think? 
Um, I'm up in the air on Dallas, guys. I know my problem with them is they just never seem to score. They're low-scoring games. They have the talent there with Jamie Benn, but he's getting a bit older. We all know Tyler Sagan can put the puck in the net. What was uh, the Robertson kid last year? I forget his first name. Um, yeah, yeah, Jason, Jason Robertson. Yeah, yeah he, he was on fire last year. He was on a good tear, and I expect him to bounce back, or not bounce back, but to continue that on and have a solid sophomore year as well. So I guess they do have the talent there, but I, I'm not really too sold on Dallas. This is a team that might struggle in the regular season, but once you get to the playoffs, the size, strength, and experience of this team, it might, might win a few rounds. So, you know what? I actually put a little bet on them to win the Cup. Just, Ooh. You know, because once they get in the, in the playoffs, and it can happen, and this is the team that has the experience to get it done, you know, win a, a hard-fought six-game, seven-game series. And if they get the goaltending, I think they can go all the way. Yeah, that's a that's a plus thirty five hundred line thirty five to one, and they're they're compared to their plus fourteen hundred to, to win the win the uh, conference. I mean, that's kind of a big discrepancy there. If and if they're hot and if they do win the conference, they might win it all. And as we're saying, they do have kind of they have a lot of guys that you know either used to be good or, or might still be good. They have Pavelski who was mm-hmm. big for them last year. They still have Sagan and Ben, as you said. Radulov is hit or miss. Guranov mm-hmm. uh, can can get hot. Rupe is going to be their top line center. I love me some Miro Hiskinen as well. Oh yeah, he's he's great on the blue line. And and Klingberg, like this could be a really good team. And they added Ryan Suter, who yeah. I mentioned the crowd, right? Yeah, who do they have in that? They have they have Pete Open still. The Bishop's hurt, right? I think yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, I think they also have a uh, Jake Otten there as well. Oh yeah, he, he's yeah. he's a good young goalie. And Holby, Pete Open, Bishop. Oh right, they. They, they, they got hope. Yeah, I completely forgot. Also, have to shout out uh, Michael Raffle, you know, a long time flyer. <laughs> Fair enough, eh? Yeah, that, that to win the Stanley Cup bet might be the, the best bet here. I may also like the to make the playoffs minus 165. It's, they like you said, they, they can get hot. They have a bunch of guys who can you know, kind of take, take turns getting hot, and they're a solid veteran group. Yeah, you know what? Looking at the division now, I. I don't see why they couldn't make the playoffs by any means. Yeah, the, the, this division is kind of up in the air after, after right after the abs, in my opinion. Yeah, I believe it's pretty similar to the Atlantic. Eh? There's probably about two, three, four teams that uh that have some good potential, but then when it does drop off, it drops off. So. Yeah. All right. The 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 fourth the fourth team projected by points is is kind of one that still has has favorable odds to make the playoffs. The Jets. They're, you never know what's going to happen with them. They're minus 150 to make the playoffs, plus 130 to miss them. Point total, 92 and a half. Anytime you have Connor Hellebuck in that, you have a chance. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think a big factor here, guys, is can Pierre-Luc Dubois have a bounce back here? I know uh, that line A trade was, it was kind of ugly for both sides, to be honest. Let's face it, last year, nobody really kind of succeeded from it. But, uh, you know, I, I do like Paul Maurice as a coach. I think he's a, he brings a strong presence and maybe gives them the leadership that they do need. So at a plus 1,400 to win the Central Division, like you said, if they if Hellebuck gets hot, I don't mind sprinkling that. Yeah, that's not a bad sprinkle. It's not. With Dubois, too, you have to remember that he had to go through the whole COVID restrictions and some nagging injuries later on. So he couldn't quite get the the chemistry with his teammates for a while. So I, I think that explains why he didn't exactly uh, like the world on fire in Winnipeg. But 
by all accounts, he's feeling great now, and I think that we will expect to bounce back here from Dubois, and I am high on this team for sure. Especially the blue line, too. Like, they added to – they got Dylan in there. They got um, – Josh Nate Morrissey. Josh yeah. Morrissey, of course. Nate Schmidt came over. They got Nate Schmidt. Like, that, and that was their weak spot. Their weak spot was always defense, and, and they added a few who can definitely help shore up things. Mm-hmm. And for you fantasy holders out there, I will say uh, I do expect a big year from Josh Morrissey. I know, I believe three years ago, he only played about a good 56 games. There's been shortened COVID seasons the past two years. There's no reason why this year in a full 82-game schedule, if he stays healthy, can't be a breakout year for the kid. Yeah, and the Jets still have Mark Shifley, Kyle Connor, Nikolai Ehlers, Blake Wheeler up front. They still have a solid group that if Dubois does have a bounce back year, they, they could be a really good team in this division. I feel like nope. we're saying that about, about every team here, which, which, uh-huh. which just shows how, how, how crazy this division could be. Well, there's a lot of parody in it, that's for sure. Now, they're the Jets' point total at uh, 92.5. What do you guys think? All over the over. Over. I like that, too. I agree. Yeah, I, I think I'm talking myself into the over. Like, I, I, I can see them definitely doing that. Uh, to win the division, plus 1,400, that's, that's not bad. Win the conference, they're plus 1,600. And then to win the cup, they're plus 4,500. So maybe maybe sprinkle a cup bet like like you did with the stars. I mean, Hallibuck is one of the best goalies in the league. They ha- added some defense and they, and they still have those forwards. As far as bang for your buck goes, that's uh, that's got to be up there with one of the top in the league. Exactly. Plus, I think that there'll be five teams from the Central making the playoffs in the West. So uh, I think it's a pretty sure bet that they'll make the they'll make the show. So yeah, the old the odds will only shrink. So it's better now than than later on. It's a very good point. Yeah, and then moving on to the to kind of the quote unquote bottom half of this division. I mean, you have the Blues at ninety two and a half points. You have the Blackhawks at ninety one and a half points. The Predators are still at eighty five and a half, and the Coyotes they're they're there too. They're at sixty seven and a half. So they're gonna, they're going to get beaten up on a little bit. But let's start up with with the Blues. I mean, I mean a few years ago they they won the cup and they they know how to win. They're they have a good group there. It's we're saying it again. This this team could be really good. They could miss some pieces. And, and I think Tarasenko coming back and not getting traded, I think he could have a really big year, even if he's still looking to be traded during during the season. They picked up uh, Joel's boy, Brendan Saad. He's going to add some, some veteran presence there. So it, this, could be a, this could be a good group. Yep. I really like Pavel Buchnetsovich too, guys. Oh, yeah. And with the points total at 92.5, with such a tough division, I think it's – Maybe safe to say that the Central is probably number two division in the league, maybe even number one. Might be tough if they're playing a lot of division games too, right, to hit that yeah. 93 marker. But What do you think, Joel? What do you got? Uh, I lean under for sure. Uh, I don't expect Bennington to get back to what he was when they won the Cup. Uh, team's getting older. It's not a bad thought, but look, he's projected to be on their top, top line. And uh, he barely... He barely managed the second line in Colorado. I mean, did a good job there, but he's not a first line, that's for sure. Um, mm-hmm. their, their defense, though, is the main problem. They, after losing Petrangelo, they got nothing. <laughs> they Marco Scandella, Scandella, Colton Pareko, Tori Krug, Justin Falk. Yeah, they're all decent, but none of them are really bona fide number one. So I think this team will struggle. Yeah, it gets a bit scarce, that's for sure, with uh... – their odds to win the division at 1,800 here, as well as to win the conference at 1,800. I don't know. I, th- I might stay clear, truth be told, of anything to do with St. Louis. 
yeah, to miss the playoffs is is even money. That might be what you're looking at. And and Joel, you made a great point with with Bennington after the Stanley Cup. He had a 9.27 save percentage in his rookie year. Then he had 9.12 and 9.10 last year. So, and he's he's been prone to some uh, some temper tantrums out there too. So he, yeah, was... things aren't things aren't going his way. You know, it plus even money from the missing playoffs might be might be the bet the bet here if you're if you're high on other teams that we already talked about. Yeah, I was gonna say... There's Tarasenko too, right? He wanted to trade mm-hmm. out of there. Yeah. Who knows what's going on with him? Yeah, that could blow up. Mm-hmm. Very good point. Well, I, I kind of want to cover this, guys. Chicago Blackhawks here moving on. Um, I expect big things from the Blackhawks this year. I know what a lot of people are sleeping on, uh, the return of Jonathan Taves. I think he's going to make a big impact. That team missed leadership last year. They did have some young pieces. I know Patrick Kane's there. I know that they still have a couple of the old guys, but uh, Jonathan Taves has always been a natural leader. Plus, add the addition of Marc-Andre Fleury and Nett in between the pipes. Could be a sleeper team. I don't hate uh, even sprinkling them a little bit maybe to win the cup. It might be a bit drastic. Plus 4,500, though. The money pays off. I already did that. As soon as the market's open, 100 to 1. I bet the Blackhawks. I love it. Wow. Yeah, I love that's, it, love that's, it. A, that's a good bet there. Not 101. Yeah, I think everyone's sleeping on the Blackhawks. Tage is coming back. Kane is still good. Debrinkat is really kind of coming to his own. Kirby Doc is going to be their third line center. He can do really good. And yeah, flurry between the pipes. I mean, you can't get much better than that for offseason addition. With, with Taves, right? Like he kind of uh, struggled for years because he was fatigued and he was pained by stuff that nobody knew what was the problem with him, right? But now they know it was the chronic immune response syndrome or something like that. Mm-hmm. So now that they know what's wrong with him, they might actually be able to manage it better. So uh, I expect a good year out of Taves. Now the points at, or point total at 91.5, I love the over on that. Yeah, I like the over too, because to make the playoffs is minus 120. If they make the playoffs, they're going to have 92 or, or more points, or at least they should. So that'll mm-hmm. at least get you get the juice down a bit. I, I, I like the over there too. The final possible contender in this division is the Nashville Predators, who Pekka Arena retired. You know, Saros is still really good between the pipes, but they traded Arvidsson. They traded Ellis. They were good a few years ago. They they were made a deep playoff run, but this might be the year that they just kind of sit in the basement of this division with all the other good teams in front of them. Yeah, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing too, right? You look at a lot of those guys you named, Victor Arvidsson, Pecorino, Ryan Ellis there. They've been there forever, and you know they're up there in age, so maybe it's time to kind of start stocking the cupboards a little bit in Nashville. Yeah, I, I don't have anything on this team. I don't think that they're going forward. I think they'll slowly slide back. I mean, they got a great goaltender in Saros, but it's looking pretty bleak otherwise. But one more thing on the Blackhawks. We didn't mention uh, Seth Jones. is a huge Oh, uh, yeah. yes. Great Absolutely. point. I'm Absolutely. glad you brought that up. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Def- definitely bet the Blackhawks to, to overcome. <laughs> yeah, the sleeper team of the year. Eh? You got that. You got the Habs, the Habs to miss the playoffs. And there's one other lock we said. I, I, I Austin Matthews for the Rockets. Uh, the Austin Matthews for the Rockets. <laughs> uh, the, the Predators, point total 85 and a half. They, they could get there and sneak there and miss the playoffs still. To make the playoffs plus 235. To miss the playoffs is minus 300, which. There's a lot of juice there, but it might be worth taking if you're willing to kind of have that money sitting there for six months or whatever. Yeah, me too. It's going to be is more minded towards the future. I think he might be the kind of guy who who values a higher draft pick. You know, I don't think he's going to be spending everything in order to be a bubble team. He might uh, 
value a higher draft pick instead of going all out for an extra win or two. This could be a team that, that just sells at the deadline and completely falls off. So that, that's that's right. totally possible too. Now it is worth noting they do got some pieces there, guys. Roman Yossi and Philip Forsberg. Give it a couple of years, then we might have something there. But uh, like you said, I think this year it might be a bit slim. Uh, and 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 lastly in this division, we'll probably just be very very quick on them. We got the uh, got the Coyotes. They have a uh, Shangasis Bear now. Big big pickup, Shangasis Bear. Um, <laughs> but they, they they traded out a bunch. They lost Dvorak, lost Bunting, Kemper, Ranta, OEL, Connor Garland. Like I don't know what's going on there. Their point total is sixty-seven and a half, which is really Oof. low, and Oof. probably around where it should be. Yeah, well, you got to remember too, if they're playing a lot of division games, uh, the Central is a pretty good division. So uh, I think it's it is low, but the under might be the way to go. Yeah. I'll- what this team is that they have the same points total as the Sabres, right? <laughs> <laughs> Enough said, eh? Yeah, the yeah. under would be the way to go here, definitely. Plus, Did you uh, like Jacob Chutrin? Yeah, Chutrin is uh, really good. Um, Phil Kessel, they're they're going to move before the end of the year, so. Yeah, yeah don't they have, don't they have like crazy picks going into the next like two or three years or something? I, I swear to God, they're loaded. <laughs> Having nothing to, yeah, like five second round picks, two or three first round picks. Yeah. Team to watch for sure, but not this year. Mm-hmm. All right. Who we got in the Central to make the playoffs? How, how many teams you got? I'll, I'll start here. We got the Avs. I'll take the Stars. Stars are going to make it. The Wild to make it. I don't know. This, this whole, the Black, like this whole division is. After the Avs, the Avs are making it, the Coyotes are missing it, and then the Predators are missing it. And the five teams in the middle are just kind of a complete toss-up. I like the mm-hmm. Blackhawks, I like the Stars. I, I'll agree with you. I got uh, Avs number one, Jets number two, and the Hawks number three. You have a wildcard team, two wildcard teams? Um, I would definitely go with the two. Yeah. The Pacific's oh, thinking... just so bad. I think St. Louis might actually sneak in there. It's Abs, Jets, Stars, Blackhawks, Blues, Predators are going to be fighting for the fifth one. Do you wish you could have had stock in a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well, now, Prediction Strike makes it a real possibility. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's like Robin Hood and DraftKings had a baby. Prediction Strike lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can make money and get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite players. Start investing in them. Simply download Prediction Strike's new and easy-to-use app from the App Store or sign up at PredictionStrike.com to create an account. Use code SGP, then deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players just like you would in real stocks. The value of players will change based upon game performance and supply and demand, and you can trade your shares of players at any time, as long as the player isn't currently in a game. Sign up with promo code SGP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. We're brought to you by Keeps. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. They have convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your home. Their low-cost treatments start at just $10 per month, and Keeps offers generic versions. Keeps has discreet packaging and proven results with more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com SGP to receive your first month of treatment for free. 
That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash S-G-P to get your first month free. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash S-G-P. All right. The Central is, is division is really up for grabs, but this next division is like one where almost anyone could win it in, in the Metropolitan. There's just, it's really, really close. Between the highest point total and the seventh highest point total is 99.5 to 90.5. And, and there's there's four teams between 97.5 and 95.5. And so like this is a division where you have teams on the up and up. You have teams kind of trying to stick around still. But the the favorite as of right now is the New York Islanders who have really kind of shown their brand of hockey in the playoffs the past two seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, it kills me to say it the way they treated my boy John Tavares, but uh, I, I think the Islanders are a Sherlock. I love these guys. I love the team. I love the uh, I love what Lou Morello has done. They play hard. We saw what they did last year in the playoffs against Tampa, took them to seven games. I don't see no reason why this team won't have success this year. Yeah, this is a team uh, kind of like the Stars, where I think that they'll do well in the playoffs, but they might not perform as well in the regular season. Um, I think that they'll finish second or third in the division, right around 100 points. So I wouldn't bet the division, but definitely make the playoffs. And if you want, bet them to win the conference or the Stanley Cup. I like that. They win the conference plus 700. I think that's a, that's a bet we're sprinkling for sure. Yeah, the odds makers really kind of hit the nail on the head here with the 99.5 points because they're going to be right around there, I feel like. To make the playoffs, they're minus 350, plus 270 to miss them. I don't think there's value there just because they they could have a few injuries and fall off if their goaltending's not there. You never know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, to win, to win the East, plus 700. Division, plus 275. I don't think they're good enough for that. And then I don't think there's enough value to win the Cup at plus 1,500. I'd much rather take the to win the conference plus 700 because they've come so close the past two seasons and this may finally be the year where maybe they get a really good deadline acquisition they, they've had a few over the past two seasons but nothing kind of superstar wise who they they could pick up someone mm-hmm. like a mm-hmm. or a castle someone to really kind of put them over the top mm-hmm. i agree it's a good call yeah it's all about culture with this team right it's not about the superstar it's about building a family um and they play hard every game. I don't think that lends towards regular season success, but yeah, come the playoffs, this is when this team shines. So very surprisingly to me, at least, the the team with the second highest point total is the other team from New York. The New York Rangers have a point total of ninety seven and a half. The Rangers really haven't done much in the past few seasons, but they have they have guys. They have Zabanajad. They have Panarin. Adam Fox just won the Norris. Their goaltenders have a few that can kind of put up put up some good performances. So I feel like this line is high. I'm not very high on the Rangers. What do you guys think? I actually like the Rangers, man. You touched on a little bit there. Igor Shosturkin's great in that backup, or sorry, a backup with uh, Alexander Gorgiev's pretty good too. And a lot of young talent. Capo Kako's still willing to break out, second round pick. They got Alexi Lafreniere, first mm-hmm. round pick. A lot of talent there. They might miss a bit on losing a... Uh, Pavel Buchnatovich, like we talked earlier in St. Louis, but I like the Rangers, guys. Adam Fox on Z2. I think they got a lot of potential here. I, I'm, I do like the over at 97.5. It's going to be tough to get points in this division, but uh, uh, I think the odds makers are onto something here. Yeah, I like the Rangers too. I think that this line includes a buffer because this team has a ton of potential with all this young talent. They could all explode to become superstars. Lafreniere, Capacaco, 
we know about Panarin, and then Ryan or Adam Fox, who knew about him last year. Uh, Ryan Strom as well. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Ryan Strom. Yeah, this team is built to, uh, especially in the regular season, this team is gonna it's gonna be fast and uh, gonna play hard. It's gonna score a lot of goals. Plus, they have some physicality too. With uh, they got Ryan Reeves in the fourth mm-hmm. line, so they're not going to be bullied like uh, the Capitals bullied them last year, right? <laughs> no. And, and the yeah. thing about the Metropolitan Division, as a Flyers fan, I can say, whenever there's an interdivision game, it almost always seems to go to overtime. So there's going to be a lot of loser points here. So maybe they will get to that that 97 and a half over that. But I don't know. I'll, I'll be in the minority here. I like the under, and I like them to miss the playoffs at plus 160. Wow. I know it's making my wow. flyers my, my flyers fandom coming out, but I don't know. I'm not sold on them yet. It's fading the noise. <laughs> uh, to win the division, they're plus four twenty five. To win the East, they're plus twelve hundred. And to win the cup, they're plus twenty two hundred. You guys like any of those? I don't mind the the, the plus twenty two hundred for the cup. You know, like we talked earlier, these guys have all the talent in the world. They have the goaltending, they have the defense, they have the offense. I don't hate it. Yeah, I mean, if the front of the air, Kako and Obchito kind of all kind of come up and take over for the loss of Buchnevich with Fox with their goaltending, you know, it could it could happen. This whole division's going to be up in the air. This is, I think we can all agree, this is arguably probably the best division in the entire league. Yeah, Agreed. definitely. And and moving on is a team who has been one of the best teams in this division for quite some time, the Penguins. They're a point behind the Rangers' projected total at ninety-six and a half. But they do have some injuries. Crosby is only recently practicing. He'll probably play the season opener, maybe, or maybe I'll miss a game or two and come back. But Malkin's out, and they're all kind of getting up there in age. So this could be this could be the year where they finally fall off, or you know they'll be the Penguins and, and just fight for it. Yeah, with the uh, the points over under at ninety six point five, I, I think they could. They have the potential to do that, like you said. You can never really count out Sidney Crosby, but uh, I don't know. I think they're going to see a bit of a drop off. I'd take the under. Yep, same here. Missed the playoffs, under 97 points. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This team is getting older. They don't have the goaltending. Um, I hate fading Crosby, like you said, but <laughs> they don't have a lot of depth behind them, right? So you, you can't believe in a team when their their star players aren't aren't in the lineup to start and the year. I might be wrong. I think Melkin's out long term. No, Melkin's out at least two months. I think at least the first two months yeah. of the season. I, I like I like the over here, but I don't like really. I don't love it. It's like it's just base. I I can't count out the Penguins. I just can't. Yeah, how do you, right? Yeah. What's that Stockholm syndrome? I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 been a while. It's been a long time. You guys like any of their futures? They're uh, plus four seventy five to win the division, thirteen hundred for the conference, and twenty five hundred for the cup. I I can't do any of those. I agree with you. I would steer clear. Yeah. Oh yeah. While the Penguins are on the, the decline, the Hurricanes, they're a force to be reckoned with. They're, they're an up-and-coming team. They're built through analytics. They got, they kind of made a ch- some changes to their goaltending, but they're they're a solid team. They really are. Their point total is the same as the Penguins, 96.5. They're just, the difference is the Penguins are minus 215 to make the playoffs, and the Hurricanes are minus 180. So there's just slightly behind them. Yeah, I think... Uh... I think the bunch of dirt, bunch of jerks are ready to do some damage here, right? Like you said, they did upgrade their goaltending. Frederick Anderson played exceptional for Toronto. I know a lot of Leaf fans weren't too happy with this performance last year, but he was injury stricken, right? So 
And as a goalie, that's that's tough to kind of bounce back with. He he watched Jack Campbell steal his job. I think Freddie himself has a bit of a bone to pick. And Carolina fans, you should be pretty excited. They're going to be doing some damage this year. They have really good depth down the middle with Aho, Trocek, Stalin, Derek Stepan too. Like you, you win games down the middle, and they they're going to do that. Lots of scoring talent with Svechnikov, Timo Teravainen as well. Yep, well, the center depth. Uh, this is a team built to win in the regular season. Uh, they are my pick to win the division. And but interesting, you say that Anderson is an upgrade in net over Nedeljkovic. So. Considering what he's done for the Leafs, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I'll be honest with you, man. Freddie, Freddie was a backbone. The Leafs had a lot of struggles in net for a long time, and you know, say what you want about James Reimer, I, uh, I wasn't always his biggest fan, but Fred came in and he he gave the team what they needed, and I expect him to do that exactly for Carolina. Now, with that being said, I didn't like them losing the Delkovich. You got a young prospect in there. That kid, that kid showed nothing but good signs. Yeah, but they got they have Anderson and they have Antiranta. And and last year they used three goalies pretty evenly. Mm-hmm. They had twenty three starts, twenty one starts, and twelve starts. So like they have this team structure in front of the goalie where they they think they can bring in just any solid goaltender and they'll play nine ten, nine fifteen kind of safe percentage hockey, which is enough to win games for them. So yeah, I I, I really like them a lot. I think plus four seventy five to win the division is is great value. Yeah, I like that too. I you called it earlier, right? The overs on these are all so tight. And only three teams, have, well, I guess three or five might actually make it. It's going to be close. I like the over. Yeah, and I like even, the over, and I like the minus 180 to make the playoffs. I feel like that's a, almost a similar bet to my Canadians to miss the playoff one. I feel like that should be a lot higher, especially with the Penguins at the same point total, but minus 215. So I think minus 180 is kind of, kind of a steal there. I'm definitely going to bet that one. And even... Plus, what is it? Plus twenty five hundred to win the Stanley Cup. I, I don't hate it. Like it's, they could happen. Like you said, Carolina's. I'm just not convinced on their defense. That's the only thing that kind of makes me take a step back. But yeah, like Joel said, I don't think they're going to be built for the playoffs. Plus, what's his name? Uh, Dougie Hamilton, right? Yeah, true. Yeah, that, that was a big loss. Mm-hmm. All right, and then after two tied teams at ninety six and a half in the Penguins and Hurricanes, we go one point down, ninety five and a half. The point total, the Washington Capitals, they're kind of similar to the Penguins, but they're still sticking around a bit. They still have Ovechkin, they still have Backstrom, they still have Kuznetsov. Tom Wilson's going to be a, a thorn in the side of everybody. They have they have Samsonov in that, they have Manichek as well. Like They're a team that is, is kind of a toss-up with, with, they're kind of similar to the Penguins in my eyes. I agree. I, uh, I'm expecting to see a bit of a drop back from Washington this year. I do like the addition of Anthony Mantha, like you did say last year before the playoffs, but I don't really see them doing too much damage. If it was any other division, I'd give them a bit more of a shot, but uh, here in the Metro, we might see some struggles. Yeah, How long is that big Backstrom up for, do you know? Ooh. I'm not sure. That is a good question. All right, well, their point total is 90, 96, 95.5. To make the playoffs, minus 135. To miss the playoffs, plus 115. To win the division, they're plus 600, which seems kind of long in a complete toss-up toss-up division. To win the East, plus 1,500, which is pretty much in line with the Rangers, Penguins, and Hurricanes. And to win their Cup, they're plus, plus 3,000. So they've done it before, done it recently. They have the people. They have kind of the same core there, so they could do it again. But this this Capitals team is injuries and age could, could come up to them to mm-hmm. catch up. Yeah. Uh... What I'm seeing is that he's elected not to have surgery, so he shouldn't be out too long. But still, 
like the Penguins, like you said, it's getting an older team. Uh, obviously, Ovechkin is going to do his thing. Bombing away in the left in the power play. You got Tom Wilson. Because that's, uh, that's a decent first line. But, yeah, it's a little pretty pretty old. Going drops off a little after that, eh? Drops off a little after yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, true. I don't know what my what my bet on this would be. Like 95 and a half is maybe under 95 and a half. But I, I also like to win the division in plus 600. Like if they if Ovi is still Ovi, if Backstrom comes back soon enough, like they could they could surprise people, especially in a division where I think it's not going to be many points separating the top three or four teams. They did win the division last year, so might as well. It could be a high variance team, right? They either suck totally or they just take off and <laughs> not too much of a middle ground eh? exactly. after the capitals we have my philadelphia flyers who are coming off an absolutely horrible season a lot of change in the offseason board check out gossip bear out nolan patrick out phil myers out we got ryan ellis we got mr Linen, we got cam atkinson we got keith yandel we got Terry broussard but we also have keith we also have a uh, kevin hayes hurt uh, Carter Hart, you really don't know what's going on with him. I think he's going to be okay. Their point total is 92.5 to make the playoffs. This is the first. They're plus 105 to miss. They're minus 125 to win the division. Plus 900, plus 2,000 to win the East, and plus 4,000 to win the Cup. So let's hear some unbiased takes from you guys first. I like the Flyers. I know, uh, I know that there's been a lot of questions with Carter Hart last season. I think he's a stud. I may be just an off year or so, but... Uh... I see the kid bouncing back. I think that's going to go a long way for the team as well, especially with a lot of the depth that you just mentioned. I don't have any strong opinion on the Flyers. I like the Atkinson pickup. Um, mm-hmm. I think they won the trade for Ryan Ellis, right? Giving up Nolan Patrick and yep. that free trade. Yeah. But uh, it all comes down to whether Carter Hart can do his thing. I mean, they got Martin Jones backing him up, so that's not going to give him any confidence. Yeah, Martin <laughs> Jones has been a very consistent 896 goaltender over the past three seasons, so. I mean, yeah. I, I'm right there with you. I, I think Carter Hart's going to really bounce back. I think last season was a complete fluke. It was no practice time to work on his game. He got down on himself mentally. After he had kind of a week off, he had his best game of the season in April until he got hurt. So I think he's going to bounce back in a big way. I like the over. I like to make the playoffs plus 105. They could win the division plus 900. Before COVID into the season, they were one of the hottest teams from November on and from January on. So... They have they got Atkinson. I love that pickup for the locker room. I love that for just their style of play. I mean, I may be getting home or a share, but I I like the over. I like to make the playoffs. I like the, to win the division plus nine hundred. Let's give some credit to the Philly faithful too. Some of the best fans in the league. When they're in the building, it'll give them that extra boost. Yeah, definitely. As long as everything's going well. Ah, <laughs> too. Win the division, you can get the cup price too at what four thousand. I like that. I'm like not changing them. I'm not changing them. <laughs> so, uh, if they're winning the division, you got to go for the cup. That's exactly it. All or nothing, but all or nothing. Right. <laughs> I was surprised about this next team, too. The Devils, their point total is at 90 and a half. I know they, they picked up Hamilton. They still got they got a, they got PK Subban still. They got, they got a few good young pieces, but Mackenzie Blackwood might miss the season. You never know with, with his with his status. With his, what do you guys think with the Devils? I feel like they're going to be the seventh best team in the division, but 90 and a half seems like a high line. 
I was going to say, to me, that screams under, especially if you're playing Metropolitan teams a lot in their division games, right? So I I would hammer that right now. I might even actually do that. <laughs> now that we're talking about it. Yeah, it, to me, it's a similar team to the Rangers. It's all about potential, right? You get all those young guys, Sharon Govich, Jack Hughes, Nico Hishier. These guys haven't quite lived up to their potential. Um, you got Dougie Hamilton in there now. You got Thomas Tatar. Good veteran presence, but... Yeah, it's going to take a lot of those those young guys breaking out for them to exceed this win total. So I would say under two. They don't have the Zibanejad or the Panarin or even the Chris Kreider to kind of help them out as a veteran present. They have Thomas Tatar. He's solid, but like everyone else, Jack Hughes is young. Nico Heischer is young. Sharkovich is still young. So Hamilton will kind of help them on the back end. If Blackwood can still be one of the best goalers in the league, he can. They can maybe make some noise, but I really like this under and possibly to miss the playoffs as well. Yeah, I agree with you on that one, Ryan. Just to go through their odds, they're plus 1,700 to win the division, plus 2,200 to win the East, and plus 5,000 to win the Cup. That's tough. <laughs> that's all I can say is that's tough. <laughs> and then even even the basement of this division, you got the Columbus Blue Jackets. Their point total is 76, 76.5. They kind of had some had some turnover too. We, we, they obviously traded Atkinson to the Flyers for Voracek. They have Line going into his first full season. This uh, Max Domi. Yeah, Max Domi. Tortorella's out of there. But this this is a tough division, and they're going to be one of the teams that the teams above them know they have to beat. What team hasn't Max Domi played by now? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good point, I guess. But I don't. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens in net there. I know uh, they just sank Elvis leak into a big, uh, to a decent contract, but uh, they still do have Jonas Corpusello. So as far as one-two punches and goal goes, I'd put them up there with maybe top five, top ten in the league. But is it going to be enough? Who do you have offense? You can you can get saves all you want, but if you can't score, you're not going to win games. Yeah, they also lost uh, Seth Jones. I to say. They got they got Boquis back for him, who's a good young, young defenseman, but he's 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 not Seth, Seth Jones. No. Yeah, their forwards, they have uh, Alex Texier centering Patrick Lane and Voracek projected right now. And then after that, second line, Nyquist, Sillinger, Borkstrand, and then Jenner, Roslovic, Domi on the third line. So they don't have – they have a good good top line. They have a good top pair, maybe some good goaltending, but their depth is where they're going to get beaten. Yeah, it's a team that's going to play hard, but they're not going to score a lot of goals. So I would say look out for unders in this team and look out for the under in the win total. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. They're, they're not going to score many goals at all. All right, what do we got for playoff predictions here for those of the Metropolitan? It's a toughie, eh? Uh, um, I'll, 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 I'll put my head out there for Carolina to in first. Um, Islanders second. Penguins third. Flyers, Rangers, wildcard. I'm kind of similar, maybe not so much. I have Islanders number one, Carolina number two. I would take the Rangers number three, and I think one of these teams is getting into a, a wild card spot. I'd probably give it to your Flyers. Give me the Hurricanes number one, Rangers number two, Islanders number three, and I'll take two wild card teams from this division. Give me the yeah the Flyers and the Capitals. All, all pretty much on the same page. Right? I mean, even for for a top division, we all kind of came to this. Turn your picks into real cash with Prize Picks, my favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast and it's easy, and it all starts with Prize Picks. Simply pick two to five players and decide if they will go over or under their stat projection. 
The more players you pick, the more you can win, up to 10 times your money. Price picks is the only way I play. For example, a $20 entry on Lamar Jackson over 1.5 passing touchdowns, Jonathan Taylor over 56.5 rushing yards, and Michael Pittman under 4.5 receptions would pay $100 with the power play option. Use our promo code SGP to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That's Prize Picks promo code SGP. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. Okay. So, so after two pretty tough divisions with the Central and the Metropolitan, we're going <laughs> to round this out with probably the worst division in the league, the Pacific Division. They have the Golden Knights. They have the Oilers. And the third best team is projected to be the expansion Seattle Kraken and then the Calgary Flames, what we mentioned earlier with the Eichel stuff. Can we take a second just to acknowledge that the Kraken and expansion team is expected to be better than half the teams in this division? <laughs> that, that's what I said when I looked at the odds. I was like, how how is that possible? But yeah, th- this is – I mean, the Golden Knights are the, are the clear top team. Point total, 106.5. To make the playoffs, minus 4,000. To win the, win the division, minus 160. I guess the Oilers are going to maybe give them a fight there. And then to win the West, they're plus three hundred, and to win the Cup, they're plus seven hundred. They're going to be they're going to be a contender this year. I think based off uh, based off the level of competition within the, the division, I don't mind the over at one hundred six point five. It it is a bit high. Uh, I, I see it as possible. Yeah, that, that's definitely a possibility. But I I feel like at that point, I would rather take them to win the division at minus one sixty and and kind of lay the juice there just in case they maybe don't get there. Just because I don't believe in the Oilers long long term, they're going to. Obviously, have McDavid and Drysaddle, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about them next. But I feel like to win the division at minus one sixty is a, a, a great bet. Yeah, I don't mind that. Sort of win the conference at plus three hundred—that's a bit steep. I mean, their issue, as we mentioned before, with the Eichel stuff is their center depth. They have Carlson, Stevenson, Patrick, but like none of them are. I guess Carlson, Carlson, good. Stevenson has—he can, he can fit in with good wingers, and, and Patrick—you never know. So it's still Patrick is- and Stone. This is the team that struggled to score in the playoffs as well, right? So that may not uh, translate over to the regular season, but uh, seemed to become a bit of a habit over the past year or two. And having two yeah. goalies in Leonard and Flurry definitely helped them last season. So maybe with Brissot backing them up, they may take a step back. But I still think in this division, they're, they're going to win it. Alex Tuck being out for a while could be a problem, but it's the center yeah, depth that's that's really or not even the depth it's the lack of a standout center that could cause problems going forward but yeah. in this division there's no other team next to their level so fair yeah win the division all the way yeah that's really the only value that like the conference 300 to win the cup 700 is just too short for me at this point I mean, mm-hmm. the only team that might give them a run a bit would be the oilers we can talk about them a little bit now the point over under is set at 99.5 I like it, especially in a weaker division, too. You know, but anytime you got Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl on a team, how do you root against him? I have a question for you. For you. Uh, is, is Zach Hyman good? Like, is he going to be – I mean, he, he, if he plays with McDavid, he'll probably put up goals. But, like, is he just, like, along for the ride there, or is he going to make make an impact? What you'll get from Zach Hyman is exactly what that line needs. He'll be the guy in the corner getting you the puck. He's a strong physical batter. He's willing to battle in front of the net if it comes to it, too. That's something that that line has lacked a little bit. So if he's – he pretty much did that his entire time on a line with uh, with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. So he's not. It's not like he's not used to playing with star players for sure. He'll fit right in with Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle. 
the contract's a little bit steep and the term I don't necessarily love, especially for a player in that role. But if that's what it takes to get them over the hump, do what you got to do. Yeah, I totally agree. They also had a Duncan Keith on the blue line. If he's not over the hill yet, not really sure about that. Because that's what they need. They need defense. They, they can score. McDavid, well, McDavid and Drossel just put up goals. They, they got Hyman to play with them, but they, they need defense. That kind of could be a factor in, in battling back against those kind of teams because McDavid and Drysdale, they could do their thing, but you can't just uh, win the Stanley Cup just with skill, right? Very so, true. There's Brad Hyman and Warren Fogle. They can do a lot to offset that. Yeah, Fogle's a solid depth addition too. Can't forget about Darnell Nurse either. He's not afraid to lay the body, get in there too. So, so we're like in the over, over nine and a half here. I think with with two of the best players in the league, you kind of kind of have to. Yeah. Plus, with the regular season, right? They call more penalties, and this Oilers power play is just lethal. So oh yeah. Yeah. Tyson Berry really just kind of got a gift with being on that power play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a he's a great offensive mind too, right? Great at passing the puck, great eyesight, good hockey IQ. So, like you said, any way you can fit on a power play with those two guys, sure money. To make the playoffs or minus 400 seems kind of seems kind of long there. Don't want to lay the juice. Win the division plus 380. If you think the Golden Knights might have, might struggle, it might be worth it. Win the conference plus 900, and to win the cup plus 2000. I just don't think they have the the style of play to win the playoffs, though. No, I can agree with that one. It's uh, it's gonna be a bit tight for Oilers. What do you do there? You got two of the best players in the world. You don't give that contract to Zach Hyman, is what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Too late though. And what's their situation in goal? Oh, the brutal. Yeah, Mike Smith. Mike Smith, right? Still have Mike Smith? Holy. Yeah. It's a disaster waiting to happen. Every yeah, game. Mike Smith and Koskinen still. That Koskinen contract's a bit rough, eh? Yeah. Yeah. This team's all about, you know, scoring more than they score on you, right? Yeah. All right. So after that, we kind of. The Kraken, how? how? Not point total, 92.5. To make the playoffs, minus 130. To miss them, plus 115. To win the Cup, plus 4,000. Win the West, plus 1,500. Win the Division, plus 750. I just I just don't, I don't see it. I don't. It's tough. You can tell that the team wasn't necessarily built to win now. They do have some good pieces in place. I do like me some Yanni Gord. Ron Francis as a GM is a very smart man, right? So I think he knows what he's doing. Maybe two or three years down the line, they'll have some success. But with that being said, they are in a weaker division. I, I see no reason why they can't make the playoffs this year. Yeah, I think playoffs might be might be a solid bet for them. But it's just, I, I guess they have Eberle and Schwartz on the wings up front. They can they can maybe kind of have a resurgence like a few guys did in Vegas. Giordano's Jared, still solid, yeah. Jared McCann as well. Mm-hmm. Philip Grubauer is solid in that. There's a lot of veterans on this team, but there's nothing really standing out that, that uh, no kind of uh, players that'll take over a game. Plus, Yanni Gord is, is having surgery, so he's going to be missing for a little bit yeah. to start the year. Very true. Um, yeah, uh, good veteran presence, but I don't see this team doing the same thing that Vegas did last time when they were the, the new, new kid on the block. I might take the plus fifteen, plus one fifteen to to miss the playoffs here because they got the Flames right behind them. They're not gonna, they're not gonna be better than the Knights or Oilers. They're really gonna be those te- those two teams fighting for it. Worth noting though, gotta be some of the sickest jerseys in the league, no? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
Those are sweet. Very pretty. Also, I don't trust Dave Axtall. That's just how to get that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you really feel, eh? <laughs> I, I didn't. I truly didn't mind him here, but it's just he, he's not. It's not going to work. Maybe in a few years after they get some draft picks, we'll see. So points over under at ninety two point five. I don't hate the over. Weaker division too. Mm. I, 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 I that's, that seems high. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we have no idea what this expansion team like. If you go back to listen to podcasts from before the before the Golden Knights first season, everyone's just just crapping on them. So we could be those people come <laughs> come April or May. You know, the athletic people they love the the Kraken this year. I don't know why, but they love them. I don't see it, but I don't maybe you're one of them. Too. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll ride with the Kraken. Let's go, boys. All right, I'll take that over. Yeah, the team they're going to be battling with, though, is the Flames. I mean, they still have good pieces up front. Flames are also at 92.5 points, but they're minus 125 to make the playoffs, while the Kraken are minus 130. So there's there's very small difference there. I mean, we were saying before how the Flames might be a good landing spot for Eichel because they still have those pieces up front. They they have Goudreau and Monaghan, who they might trade, or they could they could ride out the season and, and kind of have a resurgence. And they also have Matthew Kachuk. So... I feel like this is a team that is either going to stick together and and have a solid year and make the playoffs, or they're going to just completely fall apart. I agree. I think it's a big step up here for Noah Hannafin as well on the back end, especially more minutes missing Mark Giordano. There's an opportunity there for him to shine, but if it doesn't work out, I think they might be in some trouble. I think this is a make it or break it year for uh, the core of this team. You know, Monahan, Goudreau, the rest, they've had so many chances. This should be the year that that under Daryl Sutter, that uh, this is the last chance kind of thing. Like, if this doesn't work out, they're gonna they're gonna break him up and, and figure something new. No, I don't so. know if there's any validity to it, but I know last year there were some rumors about a bit of a rift in the room between Kachuk and a couple of the other players. It would be interesting to see if that's true, if it holds any merit, and how it kind of plays out this year as well. Yeah, and it's interesting how Sam Bennett did such a good job in Florida after he's traded down there, right after. Pretty mm-hmm. mediocre season before that with the Flames. Oh, for sure. He he didn't really do too much in Calgary, did he? But you're right. As soon as he got to Florida, it was uh, it was almost like it was a completely different player. Yeah. This, this is a team where I can't give any strong indications towards a bet. Maybe maybe missed the playoffs plus 105, and I'll take that and the Kraken both at plus money, and I'll win one no matter what. But Maybe under the points, but nothing, nothing strong, nothing like no, no lock here. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, I think I would take them missing the playoffs, especially at 105. I'll take them all the crack, but but uh, not not strong either way. Those those four are kind of like the the top contenders. It's the top half of the division there. After that, it drops off a little bit to your uh, your Vancouver Canucks there, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot about them. Um, yeah, uh, crazy offseason with the Hughes and Pedersen signings. You know, been all the talk all summer long. Um, yeah, this team is is still building, still building. Though management thinks that they're ready to win now, I don't see it. But uh, there's a lot of talent here. You know, Quinn Hughes, Elias Pedersen, Paul Horvat. We got Niels Hoglander. He had a great year last year. There's the, the new Russian Vasily Podkolzin. Love him. He looks thing. Yep. 
Um, and then we, they signed Oliver Ekman Larson too from the, the Coyotes. I mean, he he struggled the last couple of years, but maybe a new change of scenery where Swedes tend to thrive. Maybe uh, he rebuilds and recuperates in uh, Vancouver. And yeah, uh, it's hard to tell with this Vancouver team. You know, it, a lot depends on the goaltending too. Thatcher Demko, got Yarrow Halak now too. He's a good backup. He he could even be better than Demko. I like yeah. that as a one-two punch, uh, a bit over Holby as well. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's what's gonna if they win, it's gonna be on Demko. Demko's really good, and and Halak's been a solid backup for Boston, even when Rask has gotten hurt and stuff. He's been able to take over the number one job. So they have two good goalies there. But as you said, they're Ekman Larson has been kind of bad recently. He's got to be on the top pair with Tyler Myers, who I don't know. He's I mean, Hughes is good, obviously, but besides him, I don't really see any really stud defensemen on on the on the Canucks. Uh, Quinn Hughes is the real stud. I mean, yeah. I think they got Steel with eight point five million. Um, I think he's almost as good as Makar. I agree. And, Those uh, contracts are pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we got the Canucks at eighty-eight and a half points, plus one seventy to make the playoffs, minus two hundred to, to miss the playoffs. Is that minus minus two hundred? pretty short yeah right? unless unless like the kraken and flames both fall apart and they sneak in with demco i think if any of these kind of bottom teams that we have here in the pacific were to do it it definitely would be vancouver 88.5 points on the over under might seem a little bit stiff a lot of it like you said does come down to thatcher demco i'd probably take the under though yeah i think i'll take yeah. the under and I think I, I'm taking the minus 200 to miss the playoffs, and I don't think this is going to be their year yet. They're going to get there maybe next year, maybe two years, but I don't, th- I don't think they have it yet. And for their futures, they're plus 2,000 to win the division, plus 2,500 to win the conference, and plus 6,000 to win the cup. Mm. No, no, this, this no. is a young team. They don't have veterans. They're not going to win that year. A team with veterans, though, is, is the Kings. They, they still have Kopitar. They still have Dowdy. They're, they're getting up there in age, but they're still there. There's still good presences there. They brought in Arvidsson from from the Predators. They brought in Deneau from the Canadians. So they have they have a, a solid group. They're they're not in a great spot in this division. They could they could surprise, but I'd put them as almost similar to the Ottawa Senators. There are pieces in there moving towards the future. Cal Peterson and that looks pretty promising as well. Arthur Kaliev, Quinton Byfield. Give it a couple of years, they'll be here or be there. I don't think this is the year though. Is Byfield out for the year, or is that for like a few months? You got hurt, right? Out, out in depth. Yeah, not the year. It was that, fortunate. It was only a couple mm-hmm. months. I mean, they have a solid yeah. top. Have a solid top six. They have Arvidsson, Kopitar, Brown, top line. Kachev, Deno, I follow second line. It's not great, but oh yeah, that 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 defense is is not good. Anyway, they got Adler in there. Mm-hmm. But like you said. This is going to be like Demko. If, if they do well, it's going to be with Peterson and Quick in that, and especially Peterson. Well, it's not a bad one-two combo either, right? We saw we saw some strides taken for Peterson last year. I know, you know, if he, if he's hot, he's hot. Yeah. What do you got, Joel? What are you thinking here? Uh, I'm kind of high on this team, actually. You know, they got the the nice nice mix of veterans who've done it all before and a strong youth setup coming up. Um, I like the addition of Philip Pinot. He'll help Kopitar with the defensive responsibilities down the middle. Um, I have no idea who this Vladimir Kachev is, but <laughs> I'm sure he's all right. Uh, 
<laughs> and Drew Doughty, though, he, he's going to be playing to be on the Olympic team, right? So I think he's going to have, like, almost a prime year. Maybe not quite, but he, he's going to try his best. And uh, I think he was he graded the best uh, Kings player last year. So he's actually rebounding pretty well. Um, and then Cal Peterson, too. I, I love him in nets. Jonathan Cook it doesn't have it anymore. Peterson's a great goalie. He's going to take the lead. And I do like this team to go over their win total, maybe even make the playoffs. I do like the over, like you said, at 83.5 in a weaker division, too. That, uh, that screams hammer to me. Yeah, and, and plus 250 to make the playoffs is definitely not a bad bet, given that mm-hmm. we we don't like the Canucks to make the playoffs, the Kraken, or somehow the third-best team in the Flames. They could they could be a mess. So I think plus 250, if if like you said, they they find that sweet spot with with their veteran guys and young guys all coming together, they could they could sneak into to a wild card spot. No, keeping her going out uh, out on the California trip here, San Jose fellas. This this is a tough go for them. I I know everything going on with Vander Kane isn't really that great. That's the last thing that team needs. You know, people leaving Martin Jones, Aiden Hill, kind of unproven in uh, in Phoenix, or I guess I should say Arizona. Uh, I don't see it. I think this is going to be another tough year for Sharks fans. Yeah, San Jose yeah. kind of they they were good that one year in the playoffs, and then just there's been nothing since Carlson got hurt. Hasn't been the same. Burns is Burns is getting up there. They're a really top-heavy team, and there's not a lot of depth there. And Aiden Hill is nothing special on that, and James Reimer is backing up him up. So this is going to be a team that I think it's their point total is, is the same as as the Kings are at 83 and a half. That's I, insane to me. Oh my god. Yeah, I, th- I think I really like the under here. Yep. Yeah, the best player is Thomas Hurdle. I like Tio Meyer. Vander Kane, of course, but he's a wild card. Um, other than that, though, I mean, this is kind of like the opposite of the Kings because they have these veterans, but they don't seem to have maintained the same form. Like Carlson and Burns, they've been slipping for a while. Vlasic's gone. Um, not gone, gone, but he's, he's not as good as he was. And then there's, uh, yeah, there's there's no youth coming up, really, because they emptied the tank to, to win the Cup, which they never did. And they got nothing for it, so... Yeah, under all the way. They are they're plus five thousand to win the division, plus four thousand to win the conference, and plus ten thousand to win the cup. I don't see any way that any of those happen. No, love it. Finishing out this division is the third California team. We have the Anaheim Ducks. Their point total is a bit lower though, at seventy-one and a half. And the rest of their odds, they're plus fifteen hundred to even make the playoffs, minus four thousand to miss the playoffs. So if you're betting here, you're betting a point total or Nothing, pretty much. Yeah, I think that's pretty safe to say. Although it is a low point total, though. 71.5? Are they that bad? Especially in this division, too. Like they, they could, I know. They could beat any of the teams except the top two, really. If they're all just in the mix there. Those California rivalry games, right? Those always go like either way. It doesn't matter how good the teams are at the time. They always go like, you win one, we win one kind of thing. So, uh, if anything, I'll lean over, but I don't feel strong either way. You know, it's crazy. It used to be the California road trip for teams is one of the hardest trips in the league maybe five years ago or so. It's uh, It's been a pretty significant drop-off since then. It's easier now. Yeah. They've still got John Gibson in that. they got Henry. they got Silverberg. Getzlaff is projected to be on the third line. Trevor Zegras is, is definitely someone to watch, though. He's, he's going to be an exciting rookie. Yeah, he looks like a player. 
Yeah, they have a lot of good young players, but they're they're not ready yet. Yeah, so I guess seventy one and a half. Maybe over, but just barely. So that's all I got. It's gonna be tight, that's for sure. All right, so the, so the playoffs for this division: Vegas first, Edmonton second. Um, give me the Flames third, and then no no wild card. No wild card. I would go like you said, Knights number one, uh, Oilers definitely number two. I actually like LA number three. And uh, this is probably unnecessary for me to say, but I think the Flames are going to struggle. They're probably going to be one of the bottom two teams this year. So, Calgary fans, you can get in my mentions if you want. That's at TalonJenkins94 on Twitter. Uh, With that being said, I I don't see much going on for Calgary. I like those three that I listed. Yep. Uh, Knights first, Oilers second, and thirdly to be the kings of the Flames. yeah, Kings plus 250 to make the playoffs. I would lean that way, even if they are, uh, I would say, uh, maybe slight underdog to the Flames, but at the odds, I would take the Kings. All right, and that wraps up. That's all That's all for our division. That was, that, I think, feel like we got a lot of a lot of good insight there, guys. And I, I'm hoping everyone listening when I write those down, locks in those bets, makes them while, while the lines are still there. And, you know, it's going to be a good season. There's going to be money to be made, and we have, we have a few good bets there for you. So hopefully, hopefully you can follow them. I know we're running kind of a little bit long here, but do you guys have any player awards or any other future bets you really particularly like? Any any long shot Stanley Cup favorites? What, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think we can go into with a, a cup favorite here. Maybe one favorite, one sleeper. Not a bad way to end her off. All right, let's take a look here. I'll start that off. I got two right on the go here, guys. For my favorite, kills me to say this, but I'm going with the New York Islanders. Plus 2,000 to win the cup. I I love it. I love it. I think this team has a lot to prove this year. I think they were very disappointed after taking Tampa to seven. I think it's going to be a bounce back year for uh, for the folks on the island. Plus 2,000 is your favorite? I guess that's not it's not too long. Mm-hmm. It's, you, you you don't want to go with one of the, one of the top teams. Just like I like my sure things, guys. I like my sure things. <laughs> Keep her nice and safe. I mean, yeah, that's definitely not a bad bet. The Islanders are, are built for built for the playoffs, and if they get in, Trotz knows how to win. Definitely knows how to win. And I will move her on to one here, my sleeper pick for the year. I got the Blackhawks. We talked about them before. Mm-hmm. I'm high on these guys. I think they got one last kick at the can here, and uh, I think the addition of Flurry and, like we said earlier, Seth Jones goes a long way. Paying off plus 4100. I like that. Yeah, that, that, those are good odds for the, for them there. It's definitely one of the teams that is going to be like kind of the middling teams right now that's going to be in the mix. And we know Joel got them at 100 to 1. So good if for him can, there. If they can get into the playoffs, I think they got just as good of a chance as anyone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I guess my, my Stanley Cup bet would be Hurricanes plus 2,500. I feel like they're 25 to 1. That's that's good value. I feel like that's only going to get shorter as, as the season moves along, as, as people realize. They're still a really good team, even without Hamilton, even with the goalie changes. So I'm, I'm going to take them plus 2,500. You see the Hurricanes are plus 2,500? Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Joel's excited. I, I just changed yeah. Joel's pick. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't access uh, those odds, but uh, yeah, if I can find a book of those odds, I'd be it's all on over DraftKings. 
Yeah, well, Canadians gotta, don't get drafting. Got to come down to the States, you know? Make a road trip. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, hook, <laughs> hook me up there. <laughs> uh, all right, for my favorite, I'll go with Boston. Uh, this is a team just – they're there every year. They're going to be there again, you know. Um, I don't think the Rask was that important for the team. In fact, I think he was part of the reason why they lost, just because he wasn't uh, – not because he's not good. It's just because he was hurt, and uh, Cassidy put him in anyway. Uh, I think I like Ulmark a lot. I think he is actually an upgrading goal. And you know what? There's always the possibility that David Krejci comes back to the playoffs. You know, one more run. Uh, yeah, you got Taylor Hall there too. So he's got a winger to play with. Uh, yeah, give me Boston. And for my sleeper, let's go with, uh, yeah, mentioned about earlier, Dallas. Same kind of thing. I like veterans. I like strength all over the ice. Uh, plus, they got a lot of high-end skill and Mira Heiskanen, Jason Robertson, and Rupe Hints. Uh, tons of goalies, so even if uh, a couple <laughs> of them are, you know, can always put another one in. So, yeah, and it's a weak division, so I, I think they're going to make the playoffs. And once they're there, again, their team lose odds are only going to shrink. So, Dallas as well. Beauty. Yeah, solid picks there. Anything else you guys got before we wrap this, wrap this baby up? I'll reiterate it again. Matthews for the rocket. Repeat, boys. Let's go. <laughs> Those bets in. Darcy Kemper for the Vesna is a good show just because Grubauer almost won it last year. I don't think he's as good of a goalie just because Colorado won so many games and they sheltered him a lot. So Vesna, anything 10 to 1 or better, I think is a good bet. Yeah, I think he's paying off 10 to 1 actually right on the money. Yeah, DraftKings has 12 to 1. Maybe I should, I should, I should match it up while I can. No? That's take, a take good advantage. bet. Yo. I like that. Sure. C- Carter Hart plus 3,000 to win it. That's a solid bet. Yeah. <laughs> Save your money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hope everyone out there enjoyed the first episode of the Hockey Gambling Podcast. We will be back very soon in your ears. Please subscribe to the podcast, rate us, share. Let us know what you thought, what else we should touch on. If you got questions, complaints, comments, whatever, throw them our way. I'm Ryan Gilbert. I'm at rgilbertsop on Twitter. I'm Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Talon underscore Jenkins 94 on Twitter. And I'm Joel. <laughs> you can't find me. <laughs> you can't find Joel anywhere. Yeah. You, you can find Joel in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack. Please, please join us, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash slack and yeah there's a hockey channel there we're, we're always in there talking some hockey you know we're, we're really trying to get this thing going season starts less than a day less than two days so it's gonna be an exciting year we're gonna make some money and let's get this started